everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Ian. And thanks for joining us for episode number 62. I'm glad that you have done the math in your head to figure out what episode this is, because I was sitting here going, uh... <laughs> I just busted it off, because I was pretty sure last week was 61, and I was like, 62! I think you're and right. And you didn't say, oh my gosh, it wasn't. So, I ran with it, and obviously I sold it to you, which is clearly all that I need to do. That's it. There's someone out there who was like, this is 63! No, it's definitely 62. Pretty sure. Okay. 98 well it's our podcast we'll do what we want so it's you would think 62. after typing that in the computer like 18 times while uploading the podcast i would remember it's a done and gone concept <laughs> so nonetheless uh, tell them who we got today uh okay so today's episode is kind of um like super last minute just let's do this because maybe we can uh, i messaged jacob tuma of offered anonymous and we are going to give him a uh shout here in a minute so that is what's going on. Did we want to talk about there was something else in the intro we wanted to talk about? Uh, what was it? It was. I don't know. You're killing me, Smalls. It was something related. I started talking about it on the Patreon. You got stuck in the XJ. Oh, that's it. Yeah. See, I'm glad you remembered. Yes. And I was going to show you the video of it. Yes. This is the this is the intro part. Um. So. The just go to my uh, I'll pull it up for you. Anyway, I last Monday. So last Monday we got a bunch of snow. We got like uh, eighteen inches. So a bunch for here, given that we've been bitching all season about not getting snow. And so since we got a nice snow and everything, and then I sliced my hand open. I was in the garage doing some work, and I sliced my hand open, and I was like, "Well, that's done." And so I went and grabbed low key and threw it in the garage and thawed it out. And got all the ice out of the beadlocks. And then I needed to go into town to check on the heat at the shop. And so I threw my phone on my tripod that I use in the shop. And I set it in the passenger seat of Loki. And then I ratchet strapped it down to the seat. Nice. And like put the seat belt around it. Like, it like, it, like everything's good. not going anywhere. Yeah. And so this is the view you got. Okay. Is that awesome? Yeah. It's like you're riding in this shotgun. Like shotgun. Yeah, your shotgun. Shotgun seat. Yeah. And so, you, so this is on my personal Facebook page. If you guys don't follow me on my personal Facebook page, go give me a, well, you don't even need to follow me. Just look up Steve just Summers. Look it up. Yeah. Look up Steve Summers. Uh, I'm in a red shirt with my, with my cute little kid with me. My baby. My baby. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we uh, go watch that live video. It's 34 minutes long or something like that, but it is right here at the old. Oh, it's uh, I don't remember how, many, how long it is. It's Oh God. It's almost an hour long. It's 49 minutes long. But right here at the 14 minute mark, 14 minutes, uh, let me back that up. Hold on. It's at the like 13 minute mark. No, it's before that. <laughs> well, what happened was, what that's what it sounds like. What, what happened, happened was, was, I fucked up. Okay. So I came around the corner. Here it is. If you, yeah. So that's a ditch up by my house. There's a there's a bunch of pictures of me flexing out in it in on like Instagram. Uh, here's a comment from your wife that says, "I'm not coming to pull you out if you get stuck." Yeah, and then right below that is JD saying you you almost jinxed him. Yeah. <laughs> so I went down to the flat part so we could get down and look like down the ditch, mm -hmm. and that's when I pull off into the ditch there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Little deeper than a couple uh uh's there. <laughs> the beans. It's getting all the beans. Make sure you guys go over to my Facebook page and find this. It's the it's the newest, but it should be like one of the newest posts. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> and then you, oh, your wife just popped another comment. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's somebody else reminding you that said your wife's not coming to get you. Like, thanks. <laughs> who was that? Uh, Elizabeth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh. Oh. <laughs> I'm like realizing because everything was drifted over like completely smooth. Yep. <laughs> what had happened was, is it? I would not in the right ditch when that when that's dry. You, I can just drive right through it, like you know, and then. uh yeah, so it's it was deeper than I anticipated, and it was it was like probably three or four feet of snow right there. Probably probably at least at least three feet. Yeah, that is just Had I pulled down into the other part, it would have consumed the entire jeep. That di- that ditch is deeper than the jeep is tall. That would have been epic. <laughs> Like, I would have to call my, my next door neighbor with the backhoe and be like, okay, come get me. Yeah, but when you got to get recovered stuck with a backhoe. Yeah, when you're on live. On live. Well, that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been a pretty good one. Yeah, when I pull back through. So this is this is what I was talking about with the lockers. Um, I engaged the lockers to pull out of that. I'm like, oh, I'll just put lock the lockers in. Like, it'll, it'll jerk itself out of there. And it didn't. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then later, when I come back around, I realize, oh, the air compressor's not the plugged compressor's in. Not- that would make an issue. You need um, a pre-runner. Oh God, that's that. what you need. You yeah, need that a was no pre-runner. Just blow. check this out. We move this forward a little bit here, and uh, where is this at? Somewhere. Um. Anyway, I got to another part where it was deep, deep. I just went past it. That's what it is right there. Anyway, one of the spots was like deep, deep, and it was like pushing snow with the axle and I was losing traction and you could feel the front axle like chattering. Shaking. It was chattering because those bushing, those upper links are not tight and uh, causing all sorts of fix it. Huh? Fix yeah, it. I'm going to order some parts for that and fix it. That's my, that's my, my plan. My plan. Hopefully I want to do, I would love to do that and fix that. And the rear drive shaft before um, Winterfest. Do it. That's my goal. Was that two weeks? Three yeah, weeks? two weeks. Yeah. Literally order Johnny's, order two inch, um, two inch wide Johnny's, which I think are like three quarter or seven eighths or something. Um, order those and of like three feet of DOM. Mm-hmm. And then I just need to make um, some uh, like U shaped brackets to go around the other bushing that's on the axle done so uh, i do need to i do need to look and see if i can get the bushing out of one of the things one of the bushings is sideways next to the diff mm-hmm. um and it's kind of like tucked down into a corner yep because i didn't want it to hit the frame or the oil pan when i like bumped or flexed out and so where that sits at i'm not sure if i'll be able to get it out of there the bushing so if that's the case then i will need to build a new link mount for the um for the top of the axle so you should probably start on that like tomorrow 
Yeah. Just I need to, so I'll do some know. Yeah. Yeah. Get everything squared away. Get the parts ordered. Get all that done. And then hopefully get um, some new links made for the top. Yeah. Some things like that. I like it. So, uh, yeah. All right. So now that we got what we did this week, because you didn't do a damn thing, right? Nothing. Yeah, I didn't think so. And uh, <laughs> nada. I went and played the snow. No. Nope. Like, I just enjoyed low key snowing. That I was, looked out the window. I was happy. I, I drifted the work I told truck. The, that was pretty fun. I told the wife, I was like, it's so funny how this works. So every time I watch the weather yep. and they're like, it's going to snow or, you know, like, like there's something coming and I watch it. I've been doing this all winter and they're like, yeah, it's going to rain on this day. I'm like, fuck this. I'm just, just angry because mm-hmm. like we're not getting like Chicago, like up north, like, like eight, 18 miles or 20 miles north of us. They're getting like three to five inches and we're getting nothing. And I was just so disgruntled. And then this week, like Tuesday, or th- I mean, it was like Thursday or Friday or whatever it was. Um, I was watching the weather and they're like, yeah, this Sunday it's going to be 35 and a potential for rain. I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wanted the snow and yeah. now we get it. And they're like, okay, we're done with it. You can take it back. I don't really want to take it back, but oh. like now I'm okay. If we don't get like, if it doesn't dump another eight inches, it's fine. I'm fine. okay with that. It can have the snow. Give me 75 degrees. That's fine. But the thing is, is we don't get 75 degrees. I know. Like that's not an, that's not an alternate option. <sighs> yeah. I know you get you high humidity and hot as ass. <laughs> All the swamp ass. Yeah, palm, palm trees is somewhere other than here. California. Know, it's depressing. California. Sunny and drier. Yep. So, but anyway, um, we are going to give Jacob a call. And get him on here. We're going to do some like KOH recap and talk about some ORA stuff, what he's got going on in the shop and things like that. So let's dial him up. All righty. Let's give him a shout. Okay. That's such an upsetting noise. I don't, I don't care for that noise either. It's like a, it's like a limp noodle. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, you know, another day. So this is raw oh, yeah. and unedited. This is uh, we're literally just chatting you on the chat. Nice. We're, we're calling you on the fly. What the jump right down on the side of the interstate? <laughs> Good lord, man! What is going on here? That me? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm literally walking to the shop right now, so I just okay. crossed the road. His, oh, his razor turbo took a shit again, so he's got to walk <laughs> back to the shop. Stupid golf carts. <laughs> I didn't think about him being a pro razor a person. Pro, oh, being pro razor. Yeah, we were just talking about that, weren't we, Steve? Oh, well, we were. Yeah. yeah, it was on the conversations in the uh, in the uh, Patreon content. Yeah, I think. Okay, this this might work out in my favor. Though. <laughs> Because I'm pro razor. You saw how that went. We're gonna. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, it seemed like a good I mean, time on the internet. I don't know if you know this, but everything breaks at Koh. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like you're alone. Uh, my God, it's noisy over there. The door. That's why we can't have nice things. Pretty much. Too many doors. You no, trying to find the quiet I'm trying to put this to get there. Oh, and he walked into the building. Now he's getting a service. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I seen some thing on the internet that's like NASA can get a like a conversation <laughs> from fucking Mars in like six hours, but I don't have internet or phone service in my garage. I'm like, that is a fact. Like, fuck the government, man. Like, we can have a phone call from fucking Mars. It takes a year to get there. Yeah, I can't talk to you from my garage. <laughs> It's funny because I thought the same thing yesterday with hammers. Yep. Of phone don't work here, but 
literally they're talking to mars yeah we can talk to mars but we got to go stand next to a fucking bush in a desert there's a a difference when you have uh fcc regulations and you are the fcc when you are the government (laughs) you can talk to whoever you want you can turn that shit up as much as you want that's the thing uh cell phones back when cell phones were not as prevalent um the wattage was higher and so you could like reach out and then remember we used to have antennas and now we don't Yep. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Like you have no service. You're like, yeah. You'd extend the little uh-huh. cell phone antenna. You pull your little antenna up. All of a sudden, Nokia. boom! I got four bars. Yep. Uh-huh. You remember when Snake was the coolest thing you had Snake? on your phone? Did you never play oh, that? Oh, I don't know. I was like, what are you talking? About? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the coolest thing you I had on have, your phone. No, nope, didn't Snake. have that on my phone. My Nokia had Snake. Yeah, I'd Nokia play at night it. and play that shit all day long. <laughs> I might download. I'm sure you could download a Snake app. Uh, do you find a quiet place yet? I think so. I'm in the shop, which hopefully nobody's around. It sounds good. Like it sounds good over here. Pretty That's decent. the nice part is once I get in the shop is the phone doesn't work, but we've got the shop set up for Wi-Fi and everything to where oh, yeah, as long as my stupid phone doesn't screw up, it connects to that and works actually better inside than it does outside. Okay. So do you want to tell us who we're talking to? Uh, <laughs> Please state your full name. ORA. <laughs> <laughs> that's the introduction you give yourself yeah, like Jacob with ORA. we let oh, you a... introduce yourself and that's all you give us like yeah i'm not good at that i oh, ask okay. my friends on that i love it so uh we i noticed on the uh, face pages you were giving shelby hell about uh koh recap which was from shelby's point of view it was it was uh knockout racing recap yeah in the desert oh yeah um which was fine uh but i was wondering do you have a better recap can you uh, can you recount your well, week? He did razor better? things, so he the answer is yes. Yeah. And now I'm excited because well, I want to do razor things. I got the newsletter. Yeah, I was reading the newsletter. I was like, "Oh, this is pretty. This has got some information." I in hate here. that email every time it comes into my inbox because you're like, "Oh, oh, I need that." Well, you got to look. You got to read it, <laughs> and then you're just like, "Well, I wasn't involved in any of these cool activities, oh, so that fuck one, yeah. my life." You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is true. Well, that's always the funny thing with those is trying to figure out what to even put in them is that was kind of the joke when we started doing it. And so uh-huh. we're like, oh, well, we'll make a list of 10 or 12 things. And then we only got to put three or four a week in the thing. And it's like, think it sounds easy. And then oh, it's, yeah. it's not. You and should then, try to, uh, Yeah. That was the funny thing with the hammers one that went out what Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it finally hit send at like six o'clock because Friday was such a just crap storm of everything going on and it's like yep this is what it's getting sent now yeah, it looked good I, so, I didn't mind it yeah so uh, you raced at koh mm-hmm. in a micro vehicle yeah in, golf a, cart. in a less than full size in a golf cart so you, well what class what golf cart class were you in <laughs> so it's considered 4900 class okay and um so we qualified monday and then raced thursday Nice. Damn, that's kind of a that's a spread. That's a long week. Yeah. Would you yeah, guys would you do would you do in the meantime? Watch everybody else race? That was the plan was test and tune and and watch and take notes and I think we were literally still working on the turbo while most of the people were qualifying on Monday. Oh geez. And luckily when was it? It was all a whirlwind, but mm-hmm. um see that seems to be the case. Yep. Well, and that was the worst part, like, I guess to not turn it into a 14 million long story, but basically I wasn't ready. 
and um, which is normal nature for me, unfortunately. Right. But that's just because <laughs> I, I always have take any on. To talk. Yeah. Well, my thing is I always take on too much crap, and that's the cool thing with having cool things in the shop and computer design and this and that. And it's like, oh, well, I'm going to make this fancy, and next thing I know, two days later. And <laughs> oh, oh, I got so a lot of time what, in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what turned into it. And I kept thinking I was fine and fine. And finally it was problem after problem, especially with all the stuff going on right now. Like I literally couldn't get parts, which is half of why I ended up with such a built motor is the only way I could get parts is going the best of the best. Cause it was the only stuff on the shelf. Uh-huh. And so basically I think I was supposed to be at the dyno the Monday before the week before hammers. Luckily uh, they were super cool. And I don't think we made it till the dyno till Wednesday. Wow. And so we literally, me and a couple of guys that are just helping like crazy getting ready. We worked for, I think, two days straight. I think I drilled the thing the first time Wednesday at five o'clock in the morning and woke my buddy up that was sleeping in his toter waiting for me because he was supposed to leave the day before. <laughs> and literally loaded it up Jesus. they left with it at i think six or seven in the morning wednesday morning to head to the dyno i think i left an hour after them with no sleep drove all the way almost down to you guys actually it's just at the border good grief and then tuned it till i think four o'clock when they showed back up with the other buggy going to hammers and it left and i came home and i think i finally got to go to bed at about 10 o'clock, like 40 hours later and got up the next morning and hopped on a plane and somehow still managed to beat it out there to the lake bed. But yeah, seems like a a great time. I love it. This is every big event ever. So then the only time that we got to walk around at hammers basically was the four hours that we beat the car to the lake bed. Cause once the car showed up, we still had to finish it. It wasn't wired. It was, in boxes still. Oh my god! How did they how they tune it with, with it not all it, the motor was so all luckily, set up, but everything else was not. Yeah, so Ugh. it was done enough to drive. That was um, it. And so it had no skid plates. It had no accessory wiring. It it, <laughs> it had everything it needed to move, but nothing mm. more. And so we we finished it. What it would have been Thursday, I think on the lake bed and then i think friday was the first time we got to go out and actually mess with it and another guy in our group that was running the side-by-side class um didn't know a ton on shock stuff and we're like well we're gonna go shock tune the best that we can if you guys want to take along and we went out and made a couple hits in a section we found and just kept losing boost mm. and um Basically, we had a couple problems at the dyno and found that one of the boost controller sensors was bad. And luckily, those guys killed it and had parts all over the place. And we put a manual controller on it and got it working. So we're thinking, cool, the ride across the country, the controller spun. Like, let's just keep turning it up. And as we turned it up, the boost went down and down and down. And It's going the wrong way. We're turning it up and it's going down. It's just wired backwards. It's easy fix. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, so we couldn't figure it out. And it's supposed to make 20 pounds of boost. And we're down to like seven pounds after two days of chasing this. 
Oh, that's wild. And finally called the company and they're like, oh yeah, sorry, that's a known problem. The wastegate arm spins on the shaft. Uh, so you, like, you kidding me? Like we're supposed to qualify in the morning. And, oh, my God. oh yeah, well, we'll next day you won. I'm like, cool, but that still does us no good. Uh, and so luckily, you could, that's not something you could just fix, huh? Well, you'd probably so, weld the fucking arm to the shaft. Is about that's the what only we fix. ended up doing. Yeah. Oh, really? Spun it back out and welded it. So we spent what was it? No. So this was Sunday. No, it was Monday because it was business hours. So we figured it out day of qualifying. I want to say. Oh my god! And so we to rig it up to at least qualify on some boost. We pulled the wastegate arm off, cut the hind down so that we could pull the arm farther. Mm -hmm. And we, I think we got it to about, to hold about 11 or 12 pounds of boost for qualifying, which is the tune. I don't know if you guys saw the tune video, but that was on 20 pounds when we made two eleven. I think at the wheels. That's ridiculous. And when we did a pull on, I think 13 pounds, so more boost, we were only at like 140. Yeah. So we were almost half power for qualifying. (sighs) And so then after that, the turbo was supposed to be there Tuesday. So we're like, screw it. Let's have fun tonight. We can pull the turbo off in the time that it takes for the turbo to get here in the morning. Uh Pulled it all off. Those guys left to go pick it up, up the road. And they call us an hour later. We can't find it. Uh. And so they finally figured a few things out. UPS ended up losing it somewhere and wasn't <laughs> going to have it till the next day, which didn't work. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So at this point, we had the turbo off. We broke the arm off the, well, I shouldn't even say broke. We literally took a pair of pliers and it fell off. Oh, um, the wastegate arm off uh-huh. went over to the North shore guys that we were kind of with and they had a TIG welder, welded it back on and pretty much spent all day Tuesday putting it back together uh-huh. and finally got night. Well, I shouldn't even say that since we turned it up so much, I think we made about 23 pounds of boost in the parking yes. lot. So it was back to party mode. Just, just don't wide open throttle it. <laughs> yeah. Or do. <laughs> well, luckily it was controllable. So I think we turned oh, okay. it back down to like 19 to oh, be perfect. safe. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know if you guys saw my middle of the night Facebook story of in the middle of the desert. Oh, I, um, I missed that one. Yeah. You were like something broke or something. And you were like, I hear noises. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yep. So my phone does not work at all out there, but apparently in the middle of the lake bed, miles and miles away from camp, it yeah. does work. Nice. And Is that the phone bush? Basically. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's cell phone hill or something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so me and my brother are like, okay, well, we're it's now nine or 10 o'clock at night out here. We need to go get seat time. I'm going out. And like dummies full power we go ripping across the lake bed at 85 plus mile an hour for about five minutes straight oh yes and finally find out that uh the belt doesn't like that and so we blew a belt in the Uh. long ways out and uh so i think we were stranded in the desert for i think it was roughly an hour before they finally got the rental truck all the way out to us with the tools we needed wow and so that's what that story was how cold was that 
it was definitely chilly, especially because we weren't planning on being gone long. Uh-huh. So we weren't, you know, of Dressed. course, prepared. Yeah. But you're from Michigan. You're from Canada. So it's fine. Yeah. It's Canadian. Weather. <laughs> Michi- Michigan. Like Michigan. Um, <laughs> for the record, what give us some specs on the vehicle here that we're talking about in case people don't know. So about it. it started out as a 2016 turbo razor and phase one was supposed to be throw a cage at it, throw some nicer stuff at it. Like we put the bigger RS one diff in it. Um, and then I got a smoking deal on it cause it had a bad trans. So we built the trans and threw 300 M shafts at it and a couple other odds and ends and got it kind of scrambled together enough to go do the trail master race that I've kind of told you guys about in the past that we put on. Yep. And we literally more of my bad luck made the qualifying lap and the motor blew up. Oh, geez. Nice. So then of course we missed the first ultra floor race. Cause that was two weeks later. And so that snowballed into pretty much cutting everything but the main rails out of the chassis and then, uh, then building a big bore motor, big turbo, like Jeez. pretty motor supposed to be about 300 horse. And that was the cool thing is we built a 300 horse motor, detuned it to where it could just beat the living daylights out of it mm-hmm. and not worry about it when it actually builds boost. Yeah. And it's pretty, uh, it's pretty good. so yeah, <clears throat> we got MRT on board this year. They hooked us up with a set of 33 inch stickies, which are nice. unbelievably soft. Like I've got a set of 43 stickies sitting next to them, and those feel rock hard compared to these things. Oh so, my! They uh, they just <laughs> stepped on board sticky. as the official title sponsor for Point One. So oh, I'm really? excited to check out some of their products and stuff. There's some pretty cool people. So they are uh, super cool people. Yep. I just talked to him Friday again of going over Hammer's stuff, and he was out at the Parker 250, and I'm like, oh, I need this and this for a race next weekend. He's like, cool, I'll call a shop and have it sent tomorrow. Like, no big deal nice yeah they're pretty awesome people from what i've come to find out so So, um um oh i was going somewhere with this so okay so that's (laughs) what you're rolling with so now people know what you're doing so i have a question it's complete side tangent so (laughs) we have a bunch of their uh polaris rangers it's like the crew but they're diesel but um so as far as like I've hear, I hear all these people talking about changing belts and stuff like that, and mm. the common problem that I run into on these rental units um, is people drive them like a rental. So mm-hmm. the there's a bearing on the clutch, and I'm curious on how much this transfers over to like a razor or something like other than this Polaris Ranger diesel. The bearing in between the primary clutch seizes up. And then you end up snapping a shift cable, but to change this belt out, like, I guess it's because I've done a lot of them here recently, but it's a pretty easy process as far as like pull tire. I pull the tire off because I can just pick it up with a crane on the truck. So I pull the tire off, pull the air cleaner off. I don't know. It's like 10, eight millimeter screws, pull the plastic cover off pop the clutch off, pop a belt on, put it back together. Like, am I missing something or is that literally what it is? I think that's it. I don't know on those. I know the diesels are a little different and 
Yeah. I am definitely no clutch a, guru on these things. Well, I get lucky here, again. The problem is I only had like five last week, so let I'm me, getting pretty good at this. <laughs> let, me help you, let me help you, Ian. Yeah. It's that, uh-huh. except for everything's, oh, yeah, except for everything's in, muddy. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> the problem I'm running yeah. into is all the shit's covered in mud that's now frozen. Oh, okay. So the yeah, worst part of the whole job stuff, right? is to get getting that, to it's a yeah. motherfucker like because <laughs> you can't just start chipping at it because the brake lines run right there on the frame oh nice so yeah so i'm like you getting to it. it's just getting the air filter oh. housing you just take the cap off the air filters joke because it's all right there by the tire it's all yeah. covered in mud but Jeez. i'm no kidding i've probably done four or five of this week this week because that <laughs> bearing that bearing that the clutch or that the belt rides on yeah. seizes to the shaft and is then it, it just kind of keeps a load. So then these guys take the shift cable and just ram the fuck out of it and mm-hmm. break it. So you put the shift cable back on it. It does the same thing. So, so you got to pop it off and put a is it $600 clutch on it. Is that clutch set up like a snowmobile where it's just tapered? Yeah. And the belt just slides yeah. up and down. Yep. And okay. then that bearings in the center. It's just a yeah. smooth little bearing. Right. And it seizes and that belt's supposed to slip on it. Oh. And I don't know if it's because they drive the shit out of them with like, I mean, the other day there was six dudes, six full-size adults in a range in this fucking crew cab diesel ranger <laughs> the bed's full of shit like I, the, the belly is damn near dragging the ground and i'm like <laughs> and then they're like well these things go slow I'm like they're designed to go slow because you idiots do that with them like <laughs> you don't need to do 40 some miles an hour with six dudes in a loaded ranger. Into a ranger. <laughs> it a you do. and if you do oh, you need a turbo you need a and turbo yes yeah Oh man, we got a gas one in the other day. It's just a five seventy Ranger yeah. is all it is, but it's got a gas engine and that. So that one's got the seatbelt bullshit. Mm-hmm. So the guy that had it was bitching. He's like, "That thing only goes fifteen miles an hour. It's ridiculous." And yeah. I'm like, "Did you plug the seatbelt in?" No. Well, plug the seatbelt in and call me back. Calls me back. I do not need this out here. This is ridiculous. I'm like, <laughs> bro. I drove around and hit about forty eight and was like, "This is dumb." <laughs> Really? Yeah. With a bench seat. Yeah, yeah. bench seat. Four, yeah. Feels four like you're doors fall out the side. In snow with these like steel piles all around. Why I'm like, the, I'm gonna impale Why is the myself. gasser so much more it's not governed? So the diesel, it's, from what I've found, uh-huh. the diesel's top speed is like twenty five mile an hour. Okay. You can put a clutch spacer kit in to limit it to 15 miles an hour. Uh, and I can turn it in without the clutch spacer. You can adjust the throttle cable to make it faster. To get a little bit more RPMs out of the old girl. And I can hit, I had one that hit about almost 30. It was probably like 28, uh-huh. 29 mile an hour downhill. Wind at your back. I was excited. Yeah. yeah. But apparently that's it for the diesel. Okay. And I don't know why. Huh. I don't get it. I guess they assume that if you got by the diesel it's version, here. you're doing more like farm yeah. stuff. It's here for the torque, not but for the race car stuff. Boy, that the other one, it was a 2020 570 Ranger. I don't even know. It's not a turbo or anything. I don't know, fucking yeah. engine is probably cold or junker. I don't even think you can get those in the turbo. Well, oh, the Ranger. Yeah. yeah, I don't even, I don't know why so you need does, the utility and 50, race things. So it does yeah. about 50 yeah. with the, uh, yeah. with, with an NA motor. Dude, it, and of course everything's slick snow. Yeah. And boy, you just stomp it in four wheel drive and it would just, nice. oh, it so how fast were you running across the lake bed in yours, Jake? So when we found out that Please 85 close to 90 didn't <laughs> like belts, <laughs> yes. which sucked because it would do it all day. Like it had oh, so much gave more. No fucks. Wow. <laughs> and, and well we played that card that night and then and it bit us yeah <laughs> and uh so no that was the frustrating part race day is we knew it would go 90 plus but we were running 
I think we were averaging like 72 to 75 to just yeah. keep belt temps where they needed to be. Just highway but, speeds across the desert. No okay. big deal. God, my heart. <laughs> well, and that's the weird part. Like, on, a, on a sticky like, tire. <laughs> so how do you combat that? Because obviously you're going to you're gonna cook the belt. But like. So yeah. the problem is, was time. Like okay. we were prepared, but we weren't as prepared as we should be. And I'd like to be. And yeah. so. Is there an upgrade? Pretty important? much. Yes. Okay. And that's the nice thing is it's got all the really nice STM billet clutching in it. Uh-huh. And that was the thing that royally screwed us with these turbo issues is that was our plan is the first day we were there, we were supposed to go tune the shocks and tune the clutching. Mm-hmm. And we spent those three days chasing turbo problems. Uh, yep. And yep. so we never got to... I shouldn't say we never, we did end up playing with the clutching literally the night before race day. And it was just a shot in the dark hope for the best. And, and then the part that you guys will like is after we blew the belt that night, the next morning, a couple of the guys ran into Yucca and went to Home Depot and we got some four inch flexible dryer vent, some nineties yeah. and some hose clamps. And we built a legit snorkel up onto the roof for the belt cold air kit. that actually helped <laughs> i was i wasn't thinking about the belt yeah i was like i don't know if these guys are just delusional or what but they don't need a snorkel in the desert it's a fresh air and kit. then oh, like we- yeah for the belt i was like oh what a, well that's kind of brilliant yeah, you yeah. know genius no, it, roll down it, it some dryer hose keep, the, keep but, that clutch cold or but yeah that was the funny thing though race day is like that was what was frustrating is we knew it would go 90 plus and uh, most people weren't like we were rolling with traffic in the, in the flat sections, but like we had one dude, we were probably, like I said, 70, 75 and just blows by us. And no joke, a minute later we come through a chicane and it's just a dust cloud everywhere. And then all of a sudden you see officials waving and there's that dude that blew by us at 90, just yard sailed everywhere. Yeah. Well, oh it's like, well, that didn't work out. Right. Yeah. Maybe 90 wasn't a great idea. <laughs> he must have hit dust and couldn't see where he was going. And uh, you were supposed to turn. And I'm guessing he didn't turn. Was he all right? As far as I know, they, okay. were, they were just waving people around so that you That's didn't good. drive into the dust into him type thing. But, right. Um, but that was the funny thing. Like, we were, I'm normally good for a sprint and not a marathon type race, if that makes sense. And so that was the joke, like, no, you need to make it last all day. And so we were just on a Sunday cruise and it was funny. Everybody that blew by us, we'd pass them a couple minutes later broke. And, uh, (laughs) you just drive. It's like the tortoise tortoise in the hair. (laughs) You go blown by it. Then you come cruising back by them while they're sort of broke. Like, hi. Yeah. So how did but, you guys end up, uh, so that you end up losing power steering? So, yeah, so race day, we ran the desert, or we started the desert loop, obviously, mm-hmm. and then we were being smart, trying not to change a belt because I didn't want to get out, and we we were actually doing pretty decent. We ended up kind of screwed ourselves and literally got a pit pulling into, or not a pit, Got a flat pulling into pit one because <laughs> my brother makes fun of me. He's my co-driver. Is we're trying to figure out where the lane was because it came like five lanes of trail into one to pull in the remote pit one. Uh-huh. And I look up and I'm like, oh, there goes Lauren Healy. Smash right into a boulder and cut the right <laughs> rear tire. 
You were fanboying, and you should have That's been That's exactly what he said. He's yep. like, you dummy. You took and looked the wrong way and didn't even see the boulder you just ran into. Hey, and boom. so it cut the tire. So yeah. luckily, literally, we didn't even know it was flat as we were pulling into the pit. And they waved us down and was like, yeah, no, you uh, you have a flat. So they they fixed that real quick. And we went back out and did pretty decent on the rest of the desert loop. And then about, so you went out through remote one did 40 or 50 miles after remote one came back through remote one and then it was another i forget exactly but 10 or 15 miles back to maine hammertown and somewhere between maine and hammertown was we think we were on about mile 60 something and lost all boost like zero boost this go around and so we pulled into maine and it's going in and out of limp mode and no boost, oh so no power. And they're looking it all over and can't find anything other than that the arm is not in the right spot again. Ah. And so that's what I asked the guy. So Ryan, the guy that put my motor together, was there with us. And I'm like, so do I need to worry about this or do I just hold it on the floor the rest of the day? And He's like, nope, you got a built motor. Hold it on the floor the rest of the day and you'll be fine. <laughs> when the guy okay, made, I, he does <laughs> also get paid when you grenade this one too and buy another one. That's does what I'm worried about. Does yeah. he? Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just run it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you're yeah. going to need a new rebuild, bud. Like, huh. I, don't know. I hope not. When the guy that built it tells you to run it, I guess you're like, well, oh, well you built it, so you should, you should know. Well, that, and it was very much like, we're at Hammers, we're not yeah. stopping. Right, yeah. He's like, I'll build you a new one, don't worry about it, just go. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so that's what we were all nervous about, is basically lap two is all of the nasty rock trails, mm-hmm. and we're like, it was being an absolute dog, and then if it went in lip mode, like, it wouldn't get out of its own way, and so we're worried that we're even going to make the rock trails due to lack of power, and... We would pull over, shut it off, clear the codes, reset, and we'd be good for a little while. And, um, yeah, so we got through the rocks, and we were actually passing lots of people in the rocks, it felt like, at least, because people are either upside down or broke. Uh-huh. And then, of course, I picked a dumb line that my brother yelled at me for, and we ended upside down also. Nice. And well, you want to be one of the cool kids. I mean, that's just how that works. Yeah, something. So if you ask him, the passenger side of the rig is destroyed and the driver's side looks brand new. Ah, well, <laughs> that's how it always is. Like, I don't even yeah. care racing or not, like trail wheeling. Yeah. Go look at the driver's side and go look at the passenger side. Yeah. Same concept. Typically. So I don't know why, but it just is what it is. Oh, it is. And I, I couldn't believe that the door was still attached. Like, Ooh. when we rolled, of course, it was his side. We smashed into a house-sized boulder on Chocolate Thunder, of course, on his side. <laughs> the a house passenger boulder. front a arm is bent of course his side a pillar and door bar are bent on his side my side doesn't have a scratch jeez i was listening but, to i you know you look at the video i was watching some of the videos and stuff as i was working and watching like the videos of the boulder of like going through the rock areas and stuff like that and like you could tell they're big but you just don't realize how big they really are so the funny thing is this year, almost all the guys that came out and helped me and made it for me to even be there. Cause if I had literally had one less person helping get this ready, I wouldn't have been there mm-hmm. and trying to explain it to them is always, or anybody is interesting. Like 
you don't know how you can't explain it. And so that was the funny thing when we all got home, we were all talking about it and they were trying to explain to somebody. And I'm like, now you see what I mean? Like you can explain it, but you can't like until you've been out there, there's nothing, nothing like it when, especially when you're used to the East coast. Right. You're like, why, why are these rocks so big? <laughs> what are these rocks <laughs> doing here? Why are, why, are these, well, why are these giant rocks in the middle of nowhere? Well, uh. the funny thing is like my girlfriend makes fun of me for literally on your way to remote pit two of how you would take if you were going to pit, not racing. Mm-hmm. You're literally going through, you know, like would be equivalent to a four lane road that's just, you know, like a gravel road almost in uh-huh. a sense. There's literally a square boulder the size of like two school buses oh just chilling. God. Just hanging like, out in the middle of that, like, good take lord. A, take a moment, Ian, to think about that. The size of And it's not like in a boulder buses. field. It's just literally the by size itself. of, by itself. Aliens. And I don't know why I always find that boulder so cool, but that's how I know I'm going the right direction to pit two. But. <laughs> like, oh, there it is. There's, oh, there's the two school bus boulder. That's a left. There's, the, you know, like, yeah, there's the double wide. Yeah, and it's not like it's in a field of boulders. It's literally by itself. By itself. That's crazy. And is it in the middle of like the area or like right next to the road? It's right next to the road. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd it's love to go out there. Stuff. Uh, that's um, so cool. But yeah, tangent wise, um, since I'm as bad about it as you guys are. Um, yeah, so we got through most of the rock trails and then coming back through Chocolate Thunders where I pretty much screwed us. At least that's what he'll tell you for me, not listening to him again and took a line trying to pass somebody that I probably shouldn't have smashed into that house size boulder and lost steering, kept trying to reset it, reset it, reset it. Wouldn't. And these things are absolutely horrid to drive without power steering, especially in the rocks. Oh, I can imagine. And so we made our way down chocolate thunder and then turned to come up is it idle issues or I always screw up the names. No but. idea. <laughs> so we fought with the steering wouldn't reset. And we're like, well, I guess let's try. Let's try. And it's pretty hard section. And we got up in there and literally got into a section and the front drooped out and bellied out and ripped the wheel right out of my hand and broke the front left shaft because of it that's crazy shame like christmas you think that's and you think that was the you think the broken shaft was due to lack of power steering yes so okay. what happened is it literally got traction and yeah. hooked so hard that it turned it full lock and bound the tire yeah wow it just yesterday pulled the shaft out and it it actually it only broke the cage um somehow oh, wow. it didn't but so basically at that point we had no steering and was short a shaft and was like, okay. we can literally see hammer town from this spot. We're going to hang out here, help some people and we'll leave when it dies down. Nice. I mean, yep. You got to know when to know, you know when to call it. Well, and that That's was the sure. thing. Like there was no way we were, we still had, I think three of some of the hardest rock trails left before we even made it to remote two. And I'm like, we couldn't make this section with no steering and four wheels. Now we have no steering and three wheels. We're, uh, yeah, we're not going nowhere. It's crazy. Anything else, uh, like noteworthy from your week at Hammertown other than the race, like other than you racing? Um, I guess that would be, like, I don't know uh, if I want to say the only <laughs> downfall this year uh-huh. was because of all of the problems that we, right. Like I literally 
didn't get to do much to where in the years past, just going and helping versus racing, like I feel right. like I got to do a lot more. That's um, what I'm like. That's what I'm gathering between you and Shelby. Like if you're part of a team race team doing race stuff, like you don't get to enjoy, you don't get to um, take in you do and you hammers. don't. Yeah. And you, you got to be in your zone. Yep. And yeah. that's what I've learned over the years too. And that's what I told all my guys that were the first time out there. I'm like, if we are literally not head deep in something and you're not like, you know, need to be there helping, go have fun. Like yeah. that's been my biggest complaint in the past is, you know, not being able to see as much stuff as you think you'd like to. And, um, but on that note too, like make fun of you guys. Oh, is, I don't think thanks. we need to do that today, but whatever. <laughs> you can totally fly in, get a two-wheel drive rental F-150, and have the time of your life out there. Oh, you bet like, we can. Or I could show up <laughs> with a toter, a stacker trailer full of race cars. I could race the King of Hammers, win the King of Hammers, win the UTV race. I mean, it's goals, right? I mean, I like you just it. just only need about $10 million. Oh, no, you don't. Only. <laughs> you don't need to, man. You just need to sabotage everybody else so that all you need to do is complete the race. Now, this is a <laughs> goal I can get behind. Turbo problems for everyone. Why? Your turbos yeah. are all missing. I'm <laughs> from the same place I've been buying them. <laughs> so, hopefully, you're going to have that fixed would be the goal. Well, so, yeah, one would think. That's the funny timing um, of this phone call is I was supposed to go wheeling yesterday and uh, weren't we all? Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't plan on it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but um, no. So of course I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning, Friday night, uh-huh. like changing out for the new turbo, changed that axle out, did the few things that we knew were still broke from hammers so we could go beat the living daylights out of it yesterday and figure out what else needed to be fixed from hammers before uh-huh. the next race and literally pull it out of the shop yesterday as they're on their way to come pick me up because they were going to throw it in their enclosed since they had room. And I literally drove it for less than two minutes and was losing boost again. Oh my God. And this is a known problem. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, literally, I just put this brand new turbo on uh, the night before and angry face. Yeah. So I was not thrilled. And that's the picture you probably saw yesterday of the wastegate being stuck open is that is literally a brand new turbo. Uh, and that's annoying. So, yeah. <clears throat> but and so what are these like, least, are these like top quality, like supposedly the top quality supposed turbos? to be. Like they're the only one that currently is easily available that is a water cooled turbo. So these don't come with a water cooled turbo. Only the new Pro XPs do. Yeah. And so basically, these are, uh, a lack of better words, a knockoff version of the Pro, but they're all they're modded with bigger right. compressor housing and all that stuff. And good grief. I'm, like cool, the biggest thing in Ultra Four is heat, so I want a water cooled turbo instead of just oil. And love it. Yeah, they're they're junk. So well, the turbo luckily, the turbo itself seems to be fine. It's the wastegate. It's it's the wastegate um, issue. So far, I'm, yeah. And what's the cause? Like, so from you messing with two of these now, what is causing that issue? I wish I could tell you. Okay, it's so you don't. I shouldn't say that. The first one 
that we fought with for two to three days on the lake bed yeah. is they were sticking the arm on the wastegate shaft, flush welding it, and then grinding it smooth. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what ended up happening out there is it literally cracked the weld because there was no weld left. Right. Yep. So it's, yeah. Um, and then the what? So that's the part I left out actually is then the next day after race day, once the turbo was cool enough, we unbolted the actuator arm and the shaft literally fell out. It broke the shaft yeah. in half and the wastegate valve was stuck in the muffler. Jeez. Oh, wow. So the wastegate um, defaults to full open when the shaft's not connected. So kind of, but oh, okay. basically it was worse than that. Oh. It was, it literally looks like a, was a valve in your head and on a flapper door in a yep. sense that just closes the hole. Mm-hmm. And literally the shaft that that valve is attached to broke in half. So it just fell out. Huh? So it's definitely a manufacturing issue here. Something. Yeah. Um, so luckily the guy that, so Wayland speed did all of the tuning on it and he did an awesome job and, I talked to him the other day about it again, and he's got one in the works that we're planning to put on it. The only downfall is it's in the works. So, yeah, well, so was, like, can it be any worse than what you have right now? I don't even mean it like that. I just mean it <laughs> like, like I when's can't it get one yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when's it coming? Right. Ugh, um, that's rough. I get it. But, but no, it, uh, since, like I said, we're good at tangents, um, your question of any other highlights, like, yeah. No, it's just sweet. Like it's you can't you can't explain it. Like you go up to Chocolate Thunder for say at night, which is I'm not going to say walking distance from Hammertown because it's not, but you can see it from Hammertown. And when you look back, it is insane the size of of Hammertown. Like you are literally yeah. in the middle of nowhere, and yet the it's glow a, of Hammertown is bigger than the town that I live in. Yeah. Well, that's a big. That's a well, how many people were, did they say how many people were out there this year? So I unofficially, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say, but, um, ironically, my brother sat next to one of the CDC guys that was doing all of it. Oh, and yeah. he, I think told him over 80,000. Yeah. And the thing I don't know if I'm supposed to say, but I'm going to, is he told him out of 80, some reason I think he said 88,000. Uh huh. They only had three positive cases that they turned around. Jeez. Isn't that wild? No comment. <laughs> yeah. 88,000 yeah. people, three positive cases. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're not going to get into that whole conversation because that's going to go real tangent real quick. <laughs> yeah. on, on another note, that sounds awesome. Sounds like you had a great week. Do you want to talk about your what you do in your shop a little bit since we have you on here already? And maybe keep you on for another 10, 15 minutes and kind of BS about your um, about Offer the, Anonymous. The day job. The good stuffs. First off, Something. you need to make me a set of um, Dana 44 uh, gussets for my inner seas. Okay. Like we were talking a while back. Yeah. I need, I need those. I need you to make them for me. I don't want to buy them. I can buy them from somewhere else, but I don't want to. <laughs> so what were we talking? Cause uh, I know we talked about the basic shock tab, but you're I, talking more you like the shock formed tab. ones that, uh, yeah, that everybody go put, up and down. Yeah. That go, they'll go on the upper and the bottom top and bottom of the inner C. So the only thing, so my axles already trust. We already discussed that a while back. Yep. Um, and then I was going to change the axle out, but the other Dana 44 I have is from an F250 and it's an inch longer. So I don't, my shafts won't work and it was just going to be a nightmare. And I was like, never mind. 
That's um, why I hate 44s. <sighs> made yeah. too many of them. They made too many of them, right. And so I, uh, the only thing on that axle really that kind of concerns me is 40s, like 40 inch tires and no uh, inner seat gussets. Mm-hmm. I was like, I should really look into this and make this a priority this summer. So that's why I hit you up and was like, Hey, do you make these? Do you have a file for these? But you uh, know what year your 44 is 79. It's a 79 Ford. It should, yeah, I believe so. So I, Oh yeah. I hate 44s cause there's so many of them. And do you want me to change like every two years? Do you want me to, card- honestly, do you want me to the see the answer would be that cardboard yeah. template. Right. And, Mail it to that's you. the hardest part is getting a profile. Yeah. You should make it close. I got a welder and fills gaps. <laughs> Grind the gaps. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. I know I've done trusses for those housings, but right. then I, that's where I was starting to think backwards of that doesn't mean I would have the C profile. Right. But yeah. What I can't remember on those is even though the axle tube is different lengthwise uh-huh. for shafts and stuff, like you're saying, I can't remember if the C's are much different on that generation. Oh, to yeah. where, and somebody you know, said that uh, I could use... Somebody said I could use the C's from like a TJ. Mm. I think. See, and that's from like I've a heard that Rubicon. Too. Yeah. That those were, but the JK you can't because they got a bigger, their C's are bigger. Yeah. They're a lot taller. Yeah. Which would be nice. So you're just trying to get a stronger I just wanna, inner C. I just want to reinforce that inner C a little bit. So if I do bounce off a rock a little bit, I don't buckle it. Yeah. Uh, I just start cussing it, it and call it a day. I'm going to. That's what I'm planning on doing is gussing it. And, that'd be a hell of a lot easier than. Cutting and swapping oh, C's. If we're cutting and swapping C's, it's going to cut and swap a nine inch under the front Let's of it. Do it. Yeah, you don't. Like, yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> we're not. Ooh. We're not modifying a forty four housing. Oh, people do it. Oh yeah, no, I know, but I'm not no, doing. No. If we're doing that, we're putting a nine inch in the center. Um, Thirty four thousand dollars later. <laughs> well, and, uh, I'll done. agree to disagree on that one because, like, the cool way to do it is getting a ninety nine oh four in a fifty because people. Yeah throw them away for a hundred bucks. Yep. All got, the outers are the same. I have all so, the, uh, the same for what? As in the sixties. So a Dana 50 and a Dana 60, 99 to 04. So if you get the 99 to 02, which is pretty good chance of Dana 50 and yeah. not a 60, you can pick them up cheap. Yeah. But the, the C's, the knuckles, the bearings, the brakes, even the stub shafts are all the same as the 60. So the cool part is, is you can pick up, a Dana 50 for a hundred or 200 bucks. Right. And, and you then have Dana 60, put all you have, the stuff. You have ball joint Dana 60 outers. Yeah. And then basically huh. put that on a nine inch housing and mm. you can build a poor man nine inch <clears throat> for not that much money. It's the center section that is the issue here. Well, and that's where it gets expensive fast because yeah. you can totally uh-huh. throw a stock nine inch in, but they're notorious for the, the center section, uh, to explode basically the nodular or non-nodular. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you start talking lockers at a thousand bucks and stuff like that. Right. But, if you're going to do it, just buy a high nine center housing, spend the 4,000 or what was it? $5,000 we came up with yeah, the air locker. Pretty good money. Yeah. Spend it. The last one I got, I think I just sold one. Well, no, it wasn't a high nine. Never mind. Yeah. I was going to say I was closer to three, but that was why a regular nine. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. With reverse cut gears in that. Yeah, because yeah. that's the cool thing is if you didn't go high pinion, you can, I think, less than three, build a 35 spline, right. nine inch God, with a so selectable. Right. And the thing is, is in all reality, I don't really absolutely need a high pinion well, for housing. But if you're doing it. I mean, you're not wrong well, about that. A sweet way to go, especially. Oh, yeah. Well, 
you've got a longer front shaft being an XJ to where it's not and the I'm end of the world for bit. angles, but and I'm so low. Um, I'm so low that yeah. my angles aren't really that out of out of control. Um, and that's the whole reason for spending big money. Well, it's not the only, but it's the main reason yeah. when I talk someone into a high nine is because they need it so they can fit a drive shaft. Right. Yep. hundred percent. You got but, other cool stuff. You got anything, it around off the shelf stuff. Right. You got anything else the cool last, in the in the works? Any new parts uh that you're working on coming out with? So <clears throat> yes and no. Um I should say yes. The only reason I say no is hammers was a horrible business decision because that's where <laughs> all of my free time has been going. Yeah. So you know what though? Like, if you have to do things that you enjoy. Well, and that's it. You so can't work 24 seven. And I do. And that's the stupid part. And so that's more a backstory, I guess, of the ORA question. And it's up to you guys. That might even be a different episode for say, but um, like I had an 85 Toyota truck was my first I got it when I was 15 and that got V8 swapped, one ton swapped, 44s. Like it was a fun rig oh, and yeah. it was totally the like, you know, early 20s budget. So it was still leaf sprung and I still broke stuff all the time and I'm not nice to things. And I basically parted that out when I started ORA. Okay. And I haven't really had something since I got a 900 razor that I wheeled for quite a while. And same thing back to not being nice to things like it's sitting here right now with no motor in it and no diff in it because I blew the front diff up and I blew the motor up racing it. Mm -hmm. And instead of fixing that, some reason I went and bought a turbo razor and now broke that one. <laughs> well, because <laughs> mo turbo, mo better. <laughs> It sounds yeah. like there's a common denominator here, and it seems to be the driver. It needs more billet. <laughs> Basically. More billet. But so, like you said, though, is less I literally haven't had a wheel and rig in eight or nine years, it seems like now right. that was. And that's the funny thing. Like, I've got two side-by-sides, and I don't consider myself a side-by-side -side person. Like, I know big rigs. <laughs> I'll be the first person to say that side-by-sides do not replace a wheel and rig. Really? Um Oh yeah. It's not they're, the same. They're an absolute riot. And the reason I love them though, is I literally go a half mile down the road from the shop and I can hop on trails and go trail ride all day long. Wow. Well, and that's and that, what's so cool to me with a side by side is you can right. do that stuff. That'd be so nice. Yep. I wish but, we could go a half well, mile away and drive and go trail riding. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. You guys got badlands. Badlands, <laughs> cool. Whoa. <laughs> Dick. No, you guys need to come up and go to Canada with us. I yeah, I know we we need to come up to Canada and see you. Yes, All right. We need to go up to <laughs> Curly's and go to Morningwood Off Road, where uh, it's the only thing comparable is when you go all the way down south. Really, it's the only thing I've compared to going up there. I need to. Is that like desert get, stuff, or we could do some cool like fast? No, stuff? in Canada, it I is don't know. Hardcore oh. rock to where oh, you don't God. go more than ten mile an hour. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're Big. we're scratching the it's rock all, itch. That is it all way. granite? Okay. Is it all like granite type up it, there? Like maybe. Yeah. May I guess I'm it's, bad it's, at that one. Yeah. I don't know what kind of rock but, it is. Is it black? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know a lot. But, yeah, up there, it, the rock definitely changes. The type of rock definitely changes. It's not so much like, shale up there. Well, mm. that's the funny thing. You cross the bridge into the UP, and it's literally like a light switch for that statement. That's wild. But, I love but it. no, like, I don't think I can't remember from talking to you guys before if you've been to Drummond. But no, I'm not. 
It's on so, my check. It's on my list. I don't know when I'm gonna get to check it off, but I really want to go. It's just a it's long cool, trip. But it doesn't compare to going to Canada. Really? And so for example, the easy comparison is the access trails at Curly's place are more hardcore than Drummond's trails. Wow. Nice. I like it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. How about and how about bouncer fit? Does bouncer will bouncer fit in this? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Is, it, is it gonna need gears? Yes. <laughs> is it gonna need rear steer? Yes. It all it all, it's all bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no no so like gears are pretty essential to this party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But short of crossing the border, it is literally the same distance. Once you cross the Mackinac Bridge, you turn right and head to Drummond, or you go straight and head to Canada, and it's the same distance. What do I need to take my rig into Canada? Uh, disregard for body damage. No, well, I, got, I mean I getting mean, across the border. Oh, you're talking legally. Nothing. <laughs> you just yeah. go. You just go. You just, just show up. It's you fine. Gotta have a, you got to have a passport again. for that, may, though, right? You may need to have a passport. Yeah, you just yeah. need your passport. I don't have one of those. They ask you questions and make you feel like a bad person, like you're doing something illegal. No, we are. And We're having fun. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Hi, I'm coming to destroy your woods and, uh, and leave carbon footprints everywhere. Yes. Pretty much. Well, that's the sweet <laughs> thing. Like he's got natural creek beds running through the property. Oh my and, God. Like, How big is that area? It's, I forget what he has for land. I think it's around 300 acres. Okay. So it's not huge, but no, you can't go very fast. You can't so go very fast. fast. You're going to spend a yeah. while. <laughs> it's nothing like going to a 300 acre park that you're used to. Right. You know? Like you can be there for three or four days and not run Jeez. most of the trails. Okay. So I'm going to get my passport together. I'm going to get my crew cab all fixed up, ready to tow stuff. And then I'm going to Canada with you. Hey. Yep. It's, it's on my, che- I mean, Canada is on my checklist. It's, uh, it's definitely uh, a, a, a that would be cool place that needs to be on the checklist. Yeah. It's definitely on my checklist. Wheel so. in Canada. That'd We're going to talk neat. more about that. Yeah, we sure. should. Yeah. Are you coming to, what's your event schedule this year look like? Like, what are you doing this year? So the next big push that I need to start prepping the golf cart for is... What is it? I keep getting them mixed up. I think it's Rush, Kentucky is the next Ultra 4 race. I think so. And then with the Trailmaster schedule of the endurance race that we put on, uh, I built that schedule this year around the Ultra 4 schedule. So I think the first Trailmaster race is, we haven't officially done it. That's actually on my list this week. But um, I think the first one is two weeks before Memorial Day weekend. I forget what that number is. Okay. Um, so then we'll be doing that as long as rush doesn't play its toll on the cart. Otherwise I'll just be there putting on the event. And then there's another guy that's doing some like side-by-side jamboree type event out at twisted trails. And I think we're helping him put on a night version of the trail master race. I love a night version. Shit, I love night wheeling. It's just so different. Yeah. But racing in the night, that would be epic. More That's what I'm curious on. And so he's got a couple of cool ideas. Like he wants, he found a place that he can get a couple thousand like reflector tacks, <laughs> like you see on people's mailbox and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's planning on putting them on the trees so you can Holy kind of follow cow. the reflectors. Oh, that would be sick. Wow. Um, and then I think after that is the at AOP in what, Tennessee yep. for the Ultra Four. And then another Trailmaster. And then and Crandon. Crandon, I'm excited for because I talked to my tuner and he's like, yep, we're tuning it all the way up 
and you're going to have 28 pounds of boost and make 300 plus horsepower for Crandon. So I'm looking forward to that. Why? Yes. Why that? It's more short course stuff. Uh, yeah. Short course. Yeah. He's like, you don't get that power for hammers because you'll destroy everything. But he's like, we'll turn it all the way up for Crandon. <laughs> and so that was that a cool race? phone call. Yes. <laughs> Does that get uh, coverage like uh, like King of Hammers? So I kind of would like so, to like somebody with a I've drone never, to follow you around. So I've <laughs> never done Crandon, but the way I look at it is every time you see Pro 4, Pro 2, that type of stuff on a short course, like mm-hmm. NASCAR style in a sense, that's Crandon. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, I like it. I'd be curious to how far that'd be for you guys. Because I think it's an eight-hour drive for me going up through the UP to wow. where you guys would just follow the coast on the other side. But... That's the cool thing, though, is it's supposed to be all the Ultra 4 classes. It's supposed to be Pro 2 and Pro 4. Like, it's supposed to be everything that weekend. Where is Crandon? Crandon, Wisconsin. Oh, I see. So it's north of you guys by quite a ways, I think. No. A couple months. It's not far, is it? It's fine. Well, actually, it might Seven not be. Seven hours, because, 645. Mm, yeah, yeah get, it's I not too bad. Mine. That makes sense, because I think it's oh, around yeah. 10 if oh, I go south shit, and come that's back. that's not. We used to go up to Manaqua and, like, Rhinelander and Tomahawk. That's all right there east of or uh, west of that. So, yeah, it's just, okay, I know where you're at. Oh, and you got to go so around I the think lake. That's, what, that's annoying. Oh, you don't have the schedule. You have the Google map. I yeah. think that's Labor Day weekend. Uh, I think you're right on that. I don't have Which my I'm sure you guys have up. a point one race. Um, Labor Day Ooh. weekend, we do not. Oh, we uh, then. We are our because that was our plan for finals, but our finals is um, Halloween weekend at Mid America for that instead. Crandon International Off Road Raceway. Yes. Oh my god. Are you going to Visions? So that was what I was going to say. That's on my would love to list, but. Oh, great. I don't know <laughs> how to make that happen. Okay. Well, here, you were just telling me you can fly into King of Hammers and rent a <laughs> two-wheel drive. You oh, could rent a, a compact card and get divisions. This is true. True. And that's what Shelby keeps telling me. He's like, if you're going to pick any race, you need to go to Mid-America. And then if it's going to be there, you need to do the visions. Excuse me. Um, they have a Lazy River now and a splash <laughs> pad. Um, so free beer, Lazy River, off-road park, racing, every series. That I don't – go ahead. Go ahead and argue with find, me. Find, you know? find the bad point. Yep. <laughs> um, I forget. Are you sponsoring the uh, point one? Um, we talked about Put it a ton, but we never actually, <laughs> oh no, you're fine. Cause I definitely didn't say no. And then we just never came up with, uh, basically what, like back to, to the hammers, screwing everything up around here. Uh-huh. That falls in that category. I understand. This is, <laughs> this is the same with polishing. Like I have so much to do and then I keep taking on other more little more jobs more. like, Oh, I'm going to do yeah. this. Oh yeah. You want to bring your wheels by? Yeah. Two weeks. It should be done. Oh, Oh. Six weeks later. Like, yeah, they're not done yet. Haven't even looked at <laughs> I am absolutely horrible at that one. So I'm right there with you, buddy. That is literally part of being a business owner that nobody tells you about. That's not the fun part <laughs> on the front side. Nobody talks it's about it. It's great and it makes you rich, right? That's yeah, what everyone says. That's what yeah, I do whatever you want. You're your yeah. own uh, boss. You're your own boss. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And you can, hopefully you know how to tell yourself to get your ass to work. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. I'm not going to lie. I was in bed when I messaged you first this morning. I heard that. I was not. I was. 
I actually got my ass out of bed this morning. I got to work. I had to go take the wife's car into town and her Jeep into town and uh, put fuel in it because it was almost out of fuel last night. I went to put it in the garage, hit the remote start. I'm like, yeah, you had warmed up when I go out there to put it in the garage. I go open the door and it's not running. I'm like, oh, you fucker. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice. I see. We've run out of fuel, so we're not going to run. No dinosaurs. That was at midnight last night after I was messaging, after I sent you that message last night. And so I was like, oh, I minor we'll... details. Yeah. Yeah. yeah talking about fuel, come to find out, I, I tuned this thing for E85 oh. thinking it's going to be way easier than getting race gas. No. Nope. Apparently you can't buy corn fuel in California. Well, well I mean, <laughs> wrong so, state. Yeah. Not that sure. was problem one. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. Sheesh. But, um, awesome. no, so I guess the short version, since I know you guys are on a timeline, but, uh, you already question of, yeah. Yeah. Basically, I think when did we start? I think it was 2013 uh-huh. and kind of did it on the, you know, the side and started the easy way of working my day job and coming home and basically filling orders till the after hours. And, uh, then, yeah, that kept growing and basically fast forward to more recent, we actually moved into, uh, I forget exactly. I think it's 5,000 square foot building now. Yeah. And added some more equipment, which is where, you know, you see a lot more stuff popping up now is now right. we can actually crank out a lot more stuff. And I have a, I have a question for you. When yeah. you went from part-time to full-time, were you able to put the hammer down? Like you personally, were you able to, when you went full-time, like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to put the hammer down. Did that happen for you? So what do you mean? I'm making things happen or like, like actually having more time because now you're full time. You're like, cool. Yeah. Now I'm going to put my, you know, go hard in the paint, put my, put it, put it all in. Or were you like, when you went full time, like, okay, yeah, this, this is good. Like, so <laughs> I, went I don't know if I answer this right or not, but like, I feel like no matter how much time I have, I have no downtime. Yeah. And so the switch of like going from, working eight to five and then six to 10, uh-huh. like it just turned to eight to 10 right out of the gate. Yeah. I got you. And so, but that comes down to back to almost the new product kit question is uh-huh. I never stopped thinking, yeah. which always means, Oh, well we need to make this and we need to make this. And then it's like, no dummy. You need to finish the first thing you said that about. Yep. This is true. And and like, I think we've even talked about it in message before, but like we have so many things that aren't on the website that are just, in, in my opinion, like, never either got the last 10% to where the perfection of, I. so the question I always ask myself with product, for example, is if this showed up, would I be happy? Is question one. Did you pay for it? Because you paid for it. That's <laughs> yeah. what I tell the guys in the right. shop. When they're, well, is this okay or not? Well, what would you say if this showed up after you paid X amount of dollars? Right. Well, no, I think this is good. Then it's good to go on the shelf. Yeah. Then if okay. it's not, it goes in the scrap bin. Yep. And uh, then well, or you could just call me and I'll tell I mean, my standards are definitely lower if I get free <laughs> so, shit. Oh, yeah. So you, can, that's where you guys are screwed yeah. up and too far away. Like, I've got a couple buddies that show up and they don't say hi to me. They go straight to the drawer that is full of defects. You uh, should do a bargain bin. Yeah. On, on the, the website. website. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So that's part two is, you know how dumb people are Uh, not to be rude, but people are dumb. That is a fact. Fact. And so I'll use a trust. For example, is the trust will literally hold itself together and it is clear as day wrong or it fits. Like, yeah, 
to where you could almost <laughs> weld one of these trusses without it, without an axle. Yeah. And it's, a, it's like Legos. It just puts itself together. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that falls into the, can this get screwed up or do you really have to do something wrong to screw it up? And so I think that's one <laughs> thing why so many people like this stuff is it is stupid user friendly. Yeah. And, and that's, I guess, you know, the cool part of being a wheel, wheeler, building wheeler parts, even though I'm playing with golf carts right now, um, mm-hmm. is it, it just makes it easy. And, and so that's like back to the Dana 44 stuff and why I hate 44s is I have a trust for almost every 44. The downfall is, is they're all 70% to where they're plenty nice for me, you and your friend. Yeah. But all it takes is the one idiot internet troll. Uh-huh. That wants to badmouth because he had to grind an eighth inch off of oh one spot. God. Yeah. Like, well, it, didn't, so, it, wasn't, it wasn't a perfect fit. Like, bro, we're not you, building fucking JKs here, mother trucker. <laughs> that's right. It's not bolt on, but I took all the work out of the equation. Yeah. 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 And that's always You're the funny right. thing to me is I've got a pile of stuff that fits great, but it had to take this little grind or this little grind. And so, because of that, it, on my end of just, just being poor time management right. well, never made that last tweak. And, uh, and mm-hmm. so that's the funny thing. I get people all the time. Like, what are you talking about? This fits amazing. Like I've never had one fit this good. And it's like, excellent <laughs> because we took the extra time to make sure it does fit. Right. Like, yeah. Last what, thing I uh, need somebody complaining all over the place because they had to grind an eighth inch off of something. Yeah. Well, that's when you need your little, you need a minion army. And so when somebody does like fire off, like, wow, I had to do this. And then your minion army shows up and just fucking murders them. Oh, I've had that a few times. Yeah. It's, it's your diehards, always, your diehards coming in force and it just like, he becomes white noise and you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. I've gotten those texts a few times. Like you see what's going on. What are you talking about? This yeah. guy complained about this and was a complete, like they had, it, there's a few times where they've had it wrong and just get ripped apart yeah and it's always funny and and that's it i guess is the short version of the fit and finish wise is yeah i won't put something on the website unless i know when somebody calls me and it tells me it doesn't fit yeah that no question i can answer yes it does what what is something's wrong you need to send me pictures because i don't understand why it doesn't fit yeah yes (laughs) and like a lot of the time like talking about trusses the answer there is no, you didn't check the measurements and that is not the Excel housing you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's something, you know, stupid like that. Right. Did and you, did you weld it yet? No. Okay. Put it back in its box. Yep. <laughs> it's going to cost well, you a couple extra a dollars. But... By a ECM mount, mm-hmm. bought one of the small ones. Oh, and it's complaining up and down. It didn't fit. Huh. And then it's like, you bought the wrong one. Yep. <laughs> like, what do you uh, want me to say? That's on you, buddy. I'm sorry. Happens. It We've says in the there. description for not that PCM. <laughs> but talk about dumb people. It just the ECM happens. mount. I don't know if you looked at it on the website. The original one has a picture of one that's pink, uh-huh. which was great for marketing. It stands out. Right. I had so many people. I don't want the pink one. Do you offer it? And the first thing in the description says comes raw, raw not pink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. I did this last week. I messaged a guy on Facebook and asked about something of the part. Like it was a vehicle he was parting out. And I asked about the part 
And before he could even respond, I replied to the message. I was like, I am so sorry. I was like, had I read one more sentence beyond what I read in the description? Cause I got to where I was want, like the information I wanted to see. Yep. Like I got to that and I was like, Ooh, that. And then I went, I messaged him like, Hey, you know, the blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. And, and then I went, went back. I was like, yeah. So uh, if I had just read one more sentence, I would have answered my own question. And uh, I was like, so now I'm that guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Oh, yeah. His We're resp- all guilty of that at yeah. some point. His response back was like, oh, no, you're nowhere near as good as the rest of the week's been. So you're good. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. I always crack up at all those memes that pop up of exactly oh, yeah. that. It's wonderful. But all right. One more thing before we let you go. Uh, what's this week's code? What are you giving me? Uh, what are you giving me you know for what? free? I knew you were going to ask that. And I actually logged into the computer and then I never pulled it up. Nice. Real nice. Um, so why I go walk it's back probably to the on my newsletter giving us a deal on a turbo razor that needs a turbo well, I know this week's deal is the tie down stuff oh yeah that's right and things are the, the current week not not tomorrow yes. well, I was going to tell you tomorrow already yeah 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 that's but, what we need because this comes out to, this comes out Tuesday yep, so yep. we'll want to give Which it I need people. to get back on it and start sending you guys the early version yeah now my now my email is so stupid cluttered from my Summershine page, my Summershine website. I can't even like, it's stupid. Let's see. Where's the all the week. Um, of course the first thing that pops up KOH close, no deal. Gone to hammers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tie down. Ooh, this is right. Stuff that you like. It's all storage stuff. Ooh. Deck out the van with some more goods. That's what so, that's what this week is, the storage stuff? Uh well when this comes out, so the twenty second through the twenty eighth. Yeah. Oh dude, good deal. Um, because literally last night I was doing what was it? Not last night, two days ago I was doing oil changes in the shop and I was like, damn it, I need that. What was it? Funnel hold. Well, <laughs> no, oh, so yeah. on the new product question that I didn't answer. Uh-huh. Um one thing that we've been working on for a long time and just never made its way to the site. And I've literally had them in stock as dumb as it is, mm, is I know that feeling, uh, the cordless tool stuff. Oh, oh. yeah. I need some of so that. It yeah. Holds for, for of just about any cordless tool. Well, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that it doesn't hold like a circular saw and stuff like that, but yeah. any of the drills and impacts. And then, uh, one of them's got a shelf, so it's got a spot for most chargers. I think the only charger that doesn't fits the big Milwaukee like mm-hmm. multi-battery one. Yeah. But then fits all the batteries, and then uh, so there's one with the shelf and without the shelf. And I think that's probably why that got bumped up to next week, is so it could be new product along with the rest of the popular stuff. So nice. that oh, I might I have get, to pick one of those. Up. Yeah. Huh. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. How much are you giving us off on all that stuff? 35%. Oh my. Yeah. What a good no. number. Maybe okay. that one's, that's a, I'm assuming 20%. It's actually not saved in my spreadsheet, so I don't even have a code yet to get so it. So what's the code need to be? Uh, 45% or bust. Total offer. Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what does the... Oh, uh, that one's top that gets you 10% or something. Oh yeah, I can't use that one. Um, that one's already in the what system. What does it need to be? Trying to what find if, what they normally are for storage. If stuff. you don't buy this, you're a dumbass. That's a long code. A little long, but it works. A <laughs> <laughs> man said it works. I mean, see bad YWL. Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> that one's good. I, I, yes, that. 
<laughs> Shelby will charge you 30 cents per click. Yeah. So you That's may not get excited. Well, if we use code Shelby sucks for storage. Oh items. my God. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's make that happen. Oh, my God. we need to do that for a point one. Daryl will buy yeah. you out. Yeah. Daryl's going to mortgage his house. <laughs> yeah. He's going yeah, to sell his XJ and buy you out of stock just so he can use that code. <laughs> so now that i'm at the computer you asked your new product question so the stuff that is actually pretty much on the shelf whether or not it's on the site or not yet, yeah. is we just did a 78 to 79 dana 60 trust nice. in the low pro and the standard height nice i think the chevy 44 trust so like the early mids Oh, nice. so that from era is, but it's like leaf. 71 to 70 or 80 or something leaf like that. 44. Is it just a, so it'll be a leaf spring housing? Okay. So you just yeah, yeah. cut the one perch and then the truss works. Nice. That's, um, a, that's so for Mike. And then, oh, so this is actually one we were just using on a project and a bunch of people liked is truss bump pad kits. So it's basically just, it's super simple, but it's like three little pieces that basically make a flat platform that match our trusses because most of the trusses almost have all the same slope to them. So this has the slope cut in it to where it makes a flat pad for a bump stop to hit. Oh, I need some of those. Uh, looks like shock mounts. So those are actually for, we use them a lot on the rear axle. So they actually hang off the back and drop down some. So it actually drops the bolt hole almost we'll say flush with the top of an axle tube, but doesn't actually hang below. So it allows you to drop the shock mount about two or three inches lower than normal for. Hmm. So like we got it on a YJ we're building um, to where we got a 12 inch shock with the wow. axle at full bump hits the floor. Yet the tower doesn't actually go through the wheel. Well, like it. Damn. I'll just drop off a YJ to you and have you done Take so. care of that. <laughs> hey, he's got a YJ in the shop that he will like help. Can we have you do the same thing to Ian's YJ that yeah. you're doing to that one YJ that's in the shop? What's it getting like friggin' tons? Full, full chassis. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a no, financial so feasible option. 60 and a Sterling, and then it's got <laughs> 12 inch coilovers front and rear, air bumps front and rear, and sway bar on a tube in the chassis? Rear. No, it's so oh. this one we actually designed around oh, I thought old you were, stock stuff. I okay. thought you were building, yeah, but I thought you were building a, a, a chassis for a YJ on the so, table. So, kind of. I oh. did one, you did see those pictures. That yeah, was yeah. real. You sent that to that me. That was for a local guy. Um, that, that that's done? another one of those like build, build, bird distraction. Oh, uh, yeah. So, is like, that it is fully designed, fully been built. The only thing that that one doesn't have that just well, one time is what screws me for bringing that to market. But right. two is the body mounts. That's about the only thing that isn't designed into that chassis. Oh. And then the guy that got that one pretty much changed his mind and is going full buggy with it. So mm. it pretty much has a YJ grill and hood and that's it. Um, so what you have that you have that entire chassis designed in CAD so you can literally like bust it out. For the most part, yeah. So we and, and if Ian orders it today in cash, he gets twenty percent cash. Possibly. <laughs> I'll just round the price up twenty percent. Works out great. See, there we go. And that's marketing. You got to get, get the price first. That's marketing. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you, what do you have to do to qualify for the UTV race? Is it the same Nothing. as forty four hundred, or is it just a show so up and the send it? Cool thing with everything but forty four. Forty four hundred is the only class that you have to pre 
qualify to race hammers. Everything yep. else you can show up. So wow. like we have not done an ultra four race. We literally showed up. I went and talked to the tech guys and I'm like, I have a new build. What do I need to do? And he's like, come over here by tomorrow. We'll tech the car and you're good to go. Huh. You just, just give them a lot of money and you're good to race. Yeah. Sounds cheap. Um, so what are their just quick, like, I mean, just safety stuff or is there certain like tech requirements as far as the build goes? So I'm a bad example. Cause I literally, um, my side by side will pretty much pass 4,400 tech. Okay. Um, you do not have to pass 4,400 rules to race a side by side. So if you literally, wanted to be smarter than me and try and do it on a budget and not build a full blown race car. Um, you could literally go buy a new side by side. You could call and order a nice cage, um, replace the seats, put harnesses. Um, and for the most part, you're good to race. Next Mm -hmm. would be exactly what you said. Safety. So harnesses, window nets and the Hans device and, uh, certified helmet and you're good there. I think per rules, you do have to have radio and intercom, which you want. Yeah. Like that's not a, a safety thing. It's a, you need it because you need to talk to your co-driver. Yep. Um, so the downfall is you're pretty much looking at four to five grand for you and your co-driver in safety stuff through, let's just say rugged. Um, yeah. I mean, I got a little better because I'm a dealer for them and stuff, but I want to say the, the few people that I've set up this last year was roughly with a GPS, intercom radio, a few other odds and ends, you're like four grand there. And then then it all comes down to whether you want to change tires and wheels. Um, you're going to want good axle shafts, stuff like that, but you could totally go race. Um, I was dumb and I, I say dumb, but... Um, you know, we put a 20 gallon fuel cell in ours. We've got a rear mount radiator with a massive intercooler. It's all 300 M shafts. It's all the pro molly drive shafts. Like if I knew it was a problem that got upgraded to good stuff. Well, yeah, um, you can go as wild as you want with it. And that's why I love the whole industry is you can, you can go race a stock, whatever, or you could go, I mean, just there's no, well, limit. that's the cool thing is guys with no limit, like got beat by guys that showed up with a cage and safety gear. Yep. It just, it's a matter of being <laughs> smart and, you know, stuff like that. that awesome. um, and then of course that's, you know, where I go mm-hmm. overboard being a design guy and having cool tooling and mm-hmm. doing what I do. Like it's, you know, basically a full chassis, which it's not, everyone thinks it is because when you look at it, you don't see much stock left, but that's not to get on a long tangent but that's actually phase two that's going on behind the scenes oh is boy. designing a full ultra four side-by-side chassis I to put it. all of my good stuff in so phase one buy all the nice parts use a stock platform yep. phase two is i want to do a chassis that is production minded so hey now almost like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so that somebody can go out and buy a total ass uh, you know, somebody go out and buy one totaled from the insurance company, buy Put your, chat, buy your chassis, chassis, go do oh. hammers. Oh. Well, you just let me know when or I can prototype, pick up the prototype. I can pick up the prototype yeah, I'll, uh, and the bill, buddy. So, I'll take, no, I mean, that's the prototype means free, right? I know. 
Damn. <laughs> so the big thing I need, and if anybody listening has a good answer to this one, I want to know is I really want to get into a 3D scanner. Problem is I don't have twenty-five mm. to $50,000 to buy a scanner. And nobody in Michigan that I know of does either. So mm. I would love to go, when I tear this thing down for full prep again, go have the chassis scanned to where I know I fit in this thing great. So yeah. I know the cage works works, even though I have the cage designed in CAD. Yeah. Um, I don't have the stock geometry in CAD. I do, but not precision enough to build a fixture. Yeah. And so that's one thing I really want this year is to try and get all the suspension points, all of everything to where I have a hundred percent legit model to start designing. And then then if Hmm. things go as planned, potentially for hammers next year, I'll have a new car that will be a full ORA production one chassis in a sense. How much, I wonder if you could hire somebody, somebody to do that. scan it for you. You oh, can. Yeah. The problem is, is all the ones that are in the power sports are on the West Coast. Okay. And I've I talked to a few of them on it, and yeah. they either, well, I shouldn't even say either. The only answer I've really been getting is, sorry, that's our bread and butter. We don't sell that yet. We're not yet. They, okay. Um, They're not going to, they don't sell it? They don't sell the. CAD file. So there's a lot of guys that have Razor. And side by side scan files. Yes. And so. they'll sell you an A arm or a trailing arm or right. stuff like that, but they won't sell you necessarily the, the chassis because yeah. they're doing chassis for trophy truck teams that want a pre runner. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, hmm. Interesting. Um, what a mess. I got a couple goofy things that I kind of want to push the envelope on with, yeah. with my chassis of, uh, I may or may not have some 5 2 bypasses laying here and some portals that. <laughs> Uh, we might need, make their yes. way to a side by side. We yes. need to hang out more. Okay, I think okay, we're we are running short on time here. And if this was a normal Sunday when we had just like all sorts of time, we will sit here and bullshit with you for two, three hours, days. Uh days. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we do this, Jacob? Why don't we um have you back on in the next couple of weeks where we can yeah, just legit have just a, a bullshit and we'll throw it on the Patreon. So we'll have oh, you back on yeah, for whatever. Patreon episode instead, and well, then we'll do. Or, uh, we'll talk. Like more. you said, wait a little while and do an actual ORA episode instead that of well. Hammer's recap. Yep. Yeah, I wanted. To, yeah, Hammer's recap is great, especially getting a second point of view is always fun. And then you and Shelby having the argument, and you definitely need to use Shelby sucks as the as the discount. discount code. Code. Totally yeah. worth it. We'll have to figure out a good one for that and do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, cool. So. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, we got to turn you guys. We got we got to turn at least Jacob loose. Get this uh, episode wrapped up. I have a baby <laughs> showing up in less than twenty minutes. So uh, perfect. Yeah, um, I appreciate you coming on here. Super super last minute notice. Literally like, hey, can you be on the show? Well, I could right now if you want. Okay, call him. Done. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how that went. I'm kind of laying in bed right now, and I'm supposed to be hanging out with my family. But yeah, let's. Can do you this. be on a podcast? Yeah, okay, let's sounds great. Uh huh. Don't give you any option. Like, don't give you any time to think about it. Just like, either now or nothing. Are you in? Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> I think it literally said, you, if you don't reply, you don't get on. Yeah, that's exactly what it said. Like, if you don't answer this, you're not on the podcast. Nope. <laughs> and here you are. That was the very first mention of having you on the podcast. If you don't answer this, you're not on the show. Yes. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> well, I appreciate but. you giving, giving us your time, buddy. Um, oh, yeah. You, uh, you stay crazy up there in the Canada places. Canada land um, Canada. and we're uh, hours from Canada. Oh yeah, sure you are. Right. Well, you're closer than we are. 
I, I bet you you live further north than the most southern part of Canada. So I don't want to hear it. It's probably true. <laughs> it's definitely true. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So, well, we'll get you back on here pretty quick because this is uh, we got some good info. We definitely have. Yeah, we need, and we got more stuff to talk about with ORA. I'd love to um, do more talking about that. Maybe even have, um, yeah, just more more chit chatting about ORA. So yeah, we'll do something on that, and uh, like we talked before, we'll figure out something cool and do some like I'll give crap away. We'll uh, figure go. out some cool. Yeah. giveaway and yeah. to go with it or who like knows a, what like oh, a yeah. race chassis for a razor or whatever oh, yeah. I, just it out there. I just want you to just and i owe you slip for 10 years from now <laughs> oh shit 10 years I, I, I might be still here you never know it. It. now you'll be on off-road remember oh, this is true yeah. <laughs> all right but well we'll catch uh, you later there buddy I'll, yeah and i'll figure out the code and i'll post it tomorrow okay. in the thing which would be yesterday when people hear this sounds good yeah throw it in the trail riders page and throw up the the uh the ad, whatever you run on Facebook, just throw it up there in the trail riders page so they can see it. So cool. Cool. Thanks for being on my man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me back later. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Glad that we got that under control. Yep. Okay. So do you want to do razor stuff yet? (sighs) No, because I can't afford it. Here we go. Okay. Okay. I can't afford, I don't want to afford it. Like the idea of, this is dumb. The idea of buying a <laughs> chassis for a razor and then buying a wrecked razor is more entertaining. How much do you think you can buy a wrecked turbo for? Because I've been bu- like, I've been they're shopping. Like, they're for like one of these. ten or thirteen, like ten between ten and thirteen grand, aren't they? Yeah, wrecked. Yeah, yeah, totaled. I'm the chassis like, totaled. Uh, yeah, they're pretty yeah. fucked up. The chassis is mangled. You have you literally have to rebuild the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I know they're still stupid. <laughs> yeah. Cause I thought I was going to get on Copart and like mm-hmm. snake a cheap Five grand one, and pick one up, throw a couple grand at that it. Needs or a couple of chassis arms. at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh look, the plastic's fucked up. Darn. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Maybe for like 15 or 18 grand. And the fucked up thing is they're selling. Oh, so yeah. you don't have the option of like, Oh, there's one or two that won't sell. So with that same thing, like, okay. So you look at one that's been wrecked, but you can't for 15. see it. Oh, you, you can't go you can't look see at well, well, you can see pictures. You could go drive to fucking wherever, wherever the fuck yeah. you're buying it from. Well, that's the thing. So here, here's the one thing. So you look on Copart and you find them and you're like, okay, 15 grand. This one needs the control arms ripped off of it. And the cage the plastic, is tweaked. It to, yeah. So you, yeah. Got, you got a couple of issues with it. It's 15 grand and you don't know how, how did it get it, that way? You don't know if it ran. Yeah. How did it get that way? Yep. Like. So you can pay 15 grand for that one wrecked, or are you just going to run your ass over to Badlands an hour away? Go, I want that one. Yep. And drive it onto a trailer. Yep. No. And drive it into the park. Yep. Go wheeling for a day and yep. then drag it back home with you. And you're going to make payments on it. And it's going to cost you an extra, what, seven grand, five grand brand new. Oh, well, you're talking brand new. Yeah, brand new. Literally oh, go I'm to the showroom. Buy a, buy a used one. Just go. Do they sell used ones? Oh, there? yeah. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Things that oh, yeah. things, Ian's like, oh, I'm deep in this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you want a phone number and text the almost kind of not yet. Well, Let me get Loki tightened down and then get the tow pig tightened down and then we'll look at right, razors. So you don't want to do a two for one. I got it. I got <sighs> not you. Yet. I feel yeah, you. Not, not there yet. I hook you up with my sales guy. I like it. Um, <sighs> but I'm just saying. So how much? How much is a used one? A couple bucks. Well, I know that. But like. Depends on How what much, you want. Do you want a turbo? A thousand or not? turbo used four door. Thousand turbo four, four door. door. I don't price do out door. four doors. Oh, do yeah. door. okay. God so thousand turbo two door. The dog doesn't need a back seat. Thousand turbo two door, two years old. Two years old. You got a ballpark About on that? What is 17, it? 18. Okay. And a brand new one is 22, 24. 
Hmm. For a two door? Yeah. Wow. Huh. I feel like we were in the showroom that day. It was like there was like twenty two thousand for a thousand turbo, eleven thousand turbo. Yeah, thousand turbo. And it was like twenty one. Maybe it was a two door. Maybe it was on sale. Ooh. Maybe it wasn't a turbo. Oh, it probably was like a. Oh, I feel like it was. It's a thousand XP with no it could turbos. Have been a thousand XP. You can buy them cheap, man. Oh, really? Okay, I don't want to say cheap. Do you need cheap. a turbo? How much extra is the? T- I mean, how much extra giddies, get up and goesies? I mean, it's like a hundred and forty four horse engine with a turbo. Like then add turbo. Yeah. Oh. I don't. So I don't actually know horse the, in a. the power difference because don't I'm on the like. Okay. You need a turbo. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, because <laughs> because turbos. Yeah, I like. Well, that. I mean, I don't know. So I went through this. We're doing. We're doing exactly what we said we weren't going to do on this podcast. Well, gonna, turning it into a racer podcast. Oh, well, <laughs> we're not going to like continue. Well, okay, we will, but. Um, I mean, it's seven hey, listeners literally just shut off. Yeah, well, sorry about <laughs> you. Um, There's no mention of uh, of razors in the opening. I'm just saying. Well, it does say total off-road <laughs> podcast, and the razors are the off-road world at the moment. Yeah. Like, I don't want to admit it. I had this conversation. Thing. I had this conversation with uh, with Triple uh, X. Yep. Last week, when I said that we talked about them on the podcast. And he's like, oh, it's awesome. And I was like, yeah, Shelby was like, oh, man, you haven't had him on the podcast yet. And I'm like, it is the total off-road podcast that does seemingly include mega trucks. Yeah. That is off-roading. Yep. So I need to get him on the on here at some point. But anyway, at any rate, uh, we need to wrap this sucker up. Yep. So give the people what they want. Last call? No. No. We we are out of time. Well, that's okay. What do they want? I cannot last call and then dad at the same time. So what am I supposed to give them? Uh, Bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Um, You don't have my note sheet out. Uh, Go check out. Oh, I get you. Our things. Totaloffroadpodcast.com for all your information. It's got all the links to all our sponsors, all our partners, all our social medias, all on the one page. Oh, that's easy. One stop shop. Totaloffroadpodcast.com. Make sure you go subscribe up on YouTube. We need all of your subscriptions. Check out the Facebook Smash page. the bell. I was a little late with that, but sorry. That's yeah, okay. Uh, check out the Facebook page, Total Offroad Podcast over there, and then Total Offroad Podcast Trail Riders for the group where the content, where the conversation goes on about this episode. And um, if you're looking for us on Instagram, it's Total Offroad Podcast underscore Total underscore Offroad underscore Podcast. Uh, oh, oh. on ig um and that's all we got for you this week thanks for sticking around and we'll catch you guys on the trail